25 minutes before one. Now, power utility Eskom has taken radical steps to recover the money it's owed by municipalities. Eskom has recently attached the bank account of Maluti Apofung local municipality in the Free State. The municipality's account is now frozen and funds in the account will be directly transferred to Eskom. And Eskom says that this is to help them recover a portion of uh, the 5.3 billion rand owed by the Maluti Apofung municipality and this step is as a result of repeated failures by the municipality to adhere to its payment obligations to Eskom. So for more on this we join on the line by Eskom's group chief executive Andre Dereta. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon. Thank you very much. Mr. Dereta, firstly Eskom attached Maluti Apofung's bank account last week. How exactly was this done? So we obtained a court order in 2018 that allowed us to attach assets and we were therefore able to, in pursuance of that court order, uh, execute the attachment of that bank account. Uh, So it was done based on uh, a legal order that we got from the court. So this order was, um, you got the order in 2018, but you only executed in 2020. So explain to us uh, the legality around that. So the order was in place. Uh, We have, um, over the years, uh, obviously negotiated with the municipality to um, try and convince them and ask them uh, to uh, respect their payment obligations. Uh, They have a monthly account of between 90 and 100 million rand. Um, And in some months they pay nothing, in other months they they pay a million or two million. And in order for us to... um, ensure that we don't let the debt situation get out of hand, we took the decision to attach uh, their assets. And uh, this is, of course, a measure that we take as a last resort. Um, But given the poor uh, payment history of this municipality, uh, we we deem it uh, to be the only remaining option in order to secure the debt due to us. So... This means, um, or does it mean, Mr. Dereta, that ESCOM now has full charge of Maluti Apofung's finances? No, we don't. We, we have uh, one bank account. Um, at the time when we attached the bank account, it had a balance of 224 million rand. Subsequent to the attachment, we released in consultation with both the Premier's Office of the Free State as well as with the municipality an amount of 90 million to allow the municipality to pay salaries and also to meet some of its COVID-19 obligations. By uh, agreement with the municipality, which was made an order of the court, the balance of the uh, bank account that was attached is now frozen and it may only be accessed by mutual agreement between the parties or by a court order. And we will now uh, embark on a dispute resolution process in order to Uh, settle the matter between us and hopefully also conclude a payment agreement with the municipality.
And and how are you going to do that? Uh, because you come from a situation whereby you have reached agreements before that haven't been honoured by the municipality. But now you're at a stage where you have now frozen this account. And as you say, uh, whatever happens from here on in will be by mutual agreement. And uh, the Free State uh, ANC uh, Provincial Executive had in fact accused Eskom of unilateral action and also of political posturing in this instance? Yeah, I don't think we um, have adopted a political posture in this regard. What we've tried to do is to pursue a debtor who owes uh, a very substantial sum to us. As you know, Eskom itself is heavily indebted. Uh, We've got uh, in the order of 480 billion rands worth of debt. Uh, Our lenders aren't particularly patient either. We have to meet our obligations to them. And therefore, purely from a business perspective, it is up to us as management to collect the debts that are due to us. Uh, now, Maluti Apufong is the municipality in uh, South Africa that owes us the most money. And we have, over the years, repeatedly tried to engage with the municipality. Um, we are aware of the fact that a municipal manager has been appointed, who is, I think, doing his best in a very difficult situation. Um, but we cannot continue to supply electricity uh, if there is no payment forthcoming. Uh, We are interdicted by various businesses uh, operating within that municipality from cutting off uh, electricity supply entirely, so that lever isn't open to us, and therefore uh, the legal route of attaching assets like you would do with any other data is the only uh, avenue open to us. So Going forward, um, what are you going to do about the other municipalities that also owe you large amounts of money? Are you going to take a similar route with them? We will explore all legal options. Obviously, the first step we negotiate with uh, the various municipalities, we try to reach payment agreements. Uh, These payment agreements, unfortunately, don't have a good track record of being honoured. Of our top 20 data municipalities, we've got 18 payment agreements in place. And of those 18 agreements, only one is being honoured. And we therefore, like we've done with the Infolini municipality, uh, have resorted to the courts in order to ensure that uh, the municipalities pay for the services that are rendered to them. Uh, We do have the support of um, our principals in this matter, Uh, the president, the deputy president, the minister of finance, the minister of public enterprises, uh, have all stated quite unequivocally that uh, payment is an obligation for services rendered. So, um, unfortunately, uh, we we have to enforce the contractual obligations uh, that the municipalities have entered into. What about Soweto? How are you dealing with Soweto? So with regard to Soweto, we have uh, seen significant improvement in the payment rate. Um, We have a number of activities going on there. Uh, The first one is to convert as many people as possible to prepaid meters, and in particular uh, tamper-proof prepaid meters. Uh, So that is an exercise that we believe will improve payment rates. We've already seen a doubling in payment rates um, since the start of the year, which we very gratified about, but it's also worth stressing that even so, the payment rate is only currently sitting at about 24-25%, which is still quite low. So um, 
This means that there's more work to be done. We're also engaging uh, with uh, councillors. We're presenting um, the residents of Soweto in order to come to an amicable agreement. Obviously, the councillors experience a lot of pressure when, when there are interruptions in electricity supply. And we are working very closely also with the mayor of uh, uh, the city of Joburg in order to ensure that uh, we can reach a solution that uh, hopefully will uh, be uh, one that is sustainable for the long term. And um, Mr. Director, before I let you go, just a quick one on um, some news coming through this morning um, of ESCOM uh, planning to cancel a contract to buy uh, a, a fuel from Econ Oil and Energy Limited. And this is, of course, uh, the issue over which uh, Sifiso Dabengwa actually resigned uh, as a board member at ESCOM. So can you just uh, give us a little more detail with regard to this? So what we've done with uh, all the contracts, uh, past and present, that where we believe uh, there is reason for us to investigate, so we are in the process of conducting an investigation. This investigation is uh, almost complete, not not entirely. Uh, once that is complete, we will assess uh, what our options are. And if the outcome is as we uh, think it will be, we will be approaching the court to uh, obtain an order to cancel this particular tender. Uh, That is the route that we've been advised by our lawyers to take. And um, then I think as part of the court proceedings, uh, all of the detail that uh, we took into 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 consideration will be revealed and uh, we can then be in a position to comment more openly on uh, what the way forward is. It's an interesting one because if you look at um, uh, Mr. Dabengwa's resignation and what he is said to have uh, based this on about a disagreement with the findings of the probe, and going back to January, he was the one who initially asked for this probe to be done. Is this... Um, ESCOM just going through the motions for a decision that perhaps you've already made, uh, that you've already uh, decided on, that you will not continue to buy fuel from this particular company? No, I think what what we've done is to very thoroughly investigate uh, all of the um, matters that, that came into play when the original contract was awarded uh, into alia to Econ Oil. Uh, there was a subsequent tender uh, that was issued. Various companies bid for that tender. It was again adjudicated, and a significant portion of that tender was awarded to uh, Econ Oil. Uh, we believe that the circumstances under which those tender tenders uh, were awarded, and particularly the one to Econ Oil, uh, give us sufficient grounds to approach the court to cancel it. Um, obviously. Uh, Mr. Dabingua made a decision based on his own uh, position. Uh, I would suggest that you approach him for um, an explanation as to why he did what he did. But uh, the board um, is is, uh, quite comfortable in the um, resolution that it made uh, to to approach the courts to cancel that tender. Mm, Mr. Dabingua said that 
he wasn't satisfied that there was any proof that there had been fraud and corruption uh, and uh, only that there had been allegations of these crimes. So I would imagine that the rest of the board and uh, yourself were satisfied that there was proof of fraud and corruption. Um, I don't want to particularly comment on allegations of fraud and corruption. I think that is something that is best done in a court of law when there is adequate evidence to support either of those um, allegations. But the uh, documents presented to the board were of such a nature that uh, the board felt uh, compelled to uh, support management's position that uh, the most appropriate course of action would be to cancel that particular tender. Is it just that particular tender with regard to uh, the procurement of fuel or are there others as well? Because uh, I understand uh, from what I've read here that ESCOM uh, is looking to buy directly from suppliers. That's correct. Uh, we, we have taken a decision to, where possible, um, buy directly from source. Uh, and this is uh, an attempt to disintermediate uh, middlemen, uh, and this is obviously in an attempt to save cost. And we we think that that is a sound strategy. The strategy was endorsed in a letter written to Eskom by National Treasury. So we've also got uh, support from National Treasury under the Public Finance Management Act. And it's this particular strategy that we intend to execute uh, by buying directly from source and thereby saving cost. Hence uh, the question, are there any other contracts you are looking to terminate at this stage? Uh, we are looking under <laughs> in, in, in every nook and every cranny to understand where there are contracts uh, where ESCAM has uh, overpaid, where uh, unlawful contracts were entered into. I think in the past we have been able to recover money from some major consulting firms, McKinsey, Deloitte, and so forth. Uh, And we will continue doing this uh, because of the need for us to recover money that, in our opinion, was not lawfully paid out. Well, Mr. Director, thanks so much for your time. That's where we're going to have to leave it uh, this afternoon. Andre Director is, of course, uh, the Group Chief Executive at ESCOM. Malutio Apofung Municipality, um, uh, they, of course, have uh, been, they've had one of their bank accounts frozen by ESCOM.